Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer broken and Billy Bones. A Paolo DiCaprio. West Ham Good afternoon or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 9, episode 23. And before we start, we are having a few technical uh, difficulties with the cloud. Um, we use the cloud to uh, have a virtual studio so that we can all talk to each other. And we've taken the first half an hour just trying to connect to each other. So if we do lose anyone, blame Storm Bernard or whatever, or the cloud. Uh, anyway, the whole gang is back in town. Good evening, George. Where are you and what are you doing? Good evening, Sean. I am recording a podcast with you, sheltering from the storm. Yeah, well, you do live in the Outer Hebrides. John, uh, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in a very noisy, windy loft room, and I'm talking to you about football. 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 And Nigel, where are you and what are you doing? Well, I've come in from the shed because the internet out there was too crap. So, I mean, because of Storm my... Bernard. Yeah, I don't think it is Storm Bernard, is it? What is it then? Is it Storm Bernard? Yeah, I think it is coming through, coming across from Ireland. Oh, is it? This Oof. morning. Would the that Irish. not be Storm o Bernard then? Hey. Just because they lost Declan Rice, eh? Hey. Oh. Right, uh, we're here to talk about some football, some transfer news, uh, any other current affairs, do some um, questions and, and then go home, if that's all right with everybody. Okay. I think we're all at home, aren't we? Yeah, well, yeah. Go to bed then. Uh, let's start with George, because welcome back, George. Thanks, Sean. Did you watch The Blades? I did. did watch it on Friday Let's start night. with you. Well, it was pretty rubbish, wasn't it? Well, we lost the game, <laughs> if, if that's what you mean. Well, I don't think we deserved anything from it. Um, I thought our performance was pretty poor. Maybe we looked all right. Um, maybe 10 minutes in the first half, we had a couple of chances. Um, I remember Anderson missing quite a decent one. Um, but to be honest, we, I never really felt that we deserved anything. Never really got excited at any point. Um, the the whole VAR thing at the end. Um, I'm sure we'll get onto that and talk about that in some detail, mm. but overall, I don't think we deserved anything out of that game. So I think that point would have been a steal. Um, obviously, David Moyes disagrees with you, George. Sure he he says it was a great, great performance. Uh, great goal. Um, and, and not only did we deserve, you know, the draw, he actually says we deserve more than a draw, which would be a win by the way. Um, <laughs> So I think what he's saying you're, is... You're on your game tonight, Sean, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's saying is we should have... The goal should have stand through uh, Declan Rice and Snoddy and the other goal shouldn't have stood because it was a silly mistake. Who was to blame for, for, for the, giving the goal away? Obviously, one of two people. Well, it's got to be uh, David Martin, isn't it? It's an awful part. Well, that's what I say. 
but someone else on this podcast will say something it different. wasn't awful past, goalkeepers you but, yeah you know so what Nigel you you blaming Balbano are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> goalkeepers you basically <laughs> Any, anything else to say, George? I mean, strange setup. He, he lines up, he drops Fornells, brings in Lanzini. Um, yeah, it was strange, I guess, because Fornells hasn't been doing too badly. Obviously, got the goal in the FA Cup at the end of the game. Maybe a bit yep. of a spring in his step. Informed. Maybe you should have given him a start. Involved in most goals this season. Yeah. West Ham player involved in most goals. Lanzini hasn't been anything like we know he can be this season, or for a while anyway. Um, since his injury, really. So, you disillusioned with David Moyes? Is it David Moyes out? <laughs> Is it D- David Moyes out? No, no. I'm kind of run out of energy the benefit to, to want anyone out. To be honest. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to you, Jonathan. Did you watch the game? I did. Yes. It was great, wasn't it? Friday night football. FNF. Yeah. I, I bet they loved picking West Ham. It was. Uh, it was a bit of a boring first half, wasn't it? No, yeah, it was it was a rubbish game, rubbish game, rubbish result. Uh, I thought we didn't look um, particularly. I thought we they were both pretty uninspiring performances. I just thought Sheffield United had more passion, and I was obviously disappointed with the equaliser at the end. But as I say, we'll probably discuss that. And I just, yeah. I've I've surprised that Four Nails wasn't playing. I think you could arguably say he's been. Probably the best player for the last two or three games. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I just wonder, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's giving him a rest for the weekend. I don't know, but he's not very old, is he? So, I'm yeah. surprised he well, didn't I play. I, I don't know. It was it was a disappointing and shame that Antonio wasn't back. I'll give a quick stat attack and we'll talk to Nigel and we'll come back to the two flash points of the game. Uh, West Ham had the, the possession with 53%, which meant obviously the Blades had 47 13 shots, three of them on target for the Blades. Seven shots, two on target for the Hammers. Nigel, discuss. Well, Balbuena, I thought, was a bit flat-footed myself. Um, I don't know if he called for the ball, but obviously um, they want to play out from the back. It, it weren't a, a did great pass, but Balbuena, for me, seemed to run round it. And then he's defending... To allow the, um, I, I don't know who it was who went past him, just like waltz past him. Um, uh, and then perhaps, I don't know, Dave could have got down better to make the save from McBurney, whatever his name is. So we've gifted him the goal, which I think the fact that they only had three shots on target shows that they weren't really performing that well either. I, th- I think we were worthy of a draw. I disagree there with George. And I think at the end, um, I lighted the new handball rule and VAR, why both should go. VAR is just a goal destroyer. Yeah, that's what it you, is. You have said it takes away goals, and you know, that, and that is the problem for VAR. Um, so how about Moy saying it was a, well, the, a great the, performance? You got to take. Sometimes you have to take with what a manager says with a pinch of salt. Because basically, he, he wants to instill a bit of spirit in the team, doesn't he? So the last thing he wants to do is walk out in public and go, actually, I didn't think they played as well as they had. Bearing in mind he's back again, he's, he's still new back into the job. So you don't want to upset the players. Or you, you, you want to get a team spirit going, isn't it? It's us against them. And the way to do that is to back the players. He'll go out and he'll say, I think they've done really well, blah, 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 blah. Probably walks in the dressing room, and I would like to think he does pick a few faults in people. As an away performance, I don't think it was that bad, to be fair. Sheffield United are a tough team to beat, which we know. And I think a point would have been good there. Um, I watched Gary Neville's dig at West Ham, and I understood what he's saying is that technically a club West Ham's, of West Ham's stature and where we expect we should be should be looking to get three points at Sheffield United. Well, did we go there to draw, in your opinion? Well, do you reckon set up? But for me, any away point is a point gained. Don't matter where it is. Respect the did point. Did he set up to, to, to get a point, though? No, I don't think he did. 
I think I think uh, I don't you know I think he's set up to make life difficult for Sheffield United and perhaps try and nick a goal, which in theory you can see that perhaps it did work. We gifted them their goal. Our goal that got chalked off was was created by us, not gifted to us. Okay. I just want to read some of his comments. First of all, I'd like to say at the beginning how well my players played. I thought they were terrific tonight. I don't think we deserved to lose and we might have been disappointed having a draw at the end. But if we'd have come here and taken a draw, we'd have been happy of that because it's such a hard place to come. I think we scored a good goal to equalise. I'm a football man. I watch football and see it. I thought Declan Rice did brilliantly well to break through the middle. Good power, good strength. Their defender did well to get back, but headed it onto Declan's hand. Declan went on and played it through, passed and we scored. It was a good performance. It was certainly worthy of a point, if not more. I thought we played very well tonight. So it, it brings us on to the incident. VAR and the handball rule. I'm going to I'm going to come back to you at the end, Nigel. George, are we overreacting to say we want VAR gone and the handball rule changed, or just because we it came against us, or should it be changed? No, I think I think that's it's the handball rule that needs to be changed. Um, I think you've got to blame VAR because without VAR, it wouldn't have been there, and you wouldn't have seen that. Um, that goal would have stood if we didn't have VAR because the ref didn't see it. Um, but the handball rule is, is probably the main culprit is in this one because it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. You, you can't. There's no excuses for for that one. He's headed it straight onto his arm. He's disallowed the goal. But there's been a couple of instances in the other way. I think of a couple for Liverpool where the ball's hit the arm and it hasn't been given. So. You know, I think they are both to blame, VAR and the handball rule, but I think the main culprit of this one is the handball rule. Okay, John, any different opinion? Well, no, it's just that handball rule is kind of ridiculous, but I think it's been modified for VAR. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I think VAR is just, it's clearly not working. It's clearly ruining a lot of games. But I also think it's the typical incompetence of like our FA and the way they're implementing it. And I think it just needs to be less intrusive and sort of so used. Before in a we go way. to Nigel, one thing I hear is the club chairman are going to propose a change to the VIO rules in Premier League to say that there should be a 30 second rule. And the 32nd rule is you've got 30 seconds for VAR to make a decision. And if you can't make a decision in 30 seconds, the original decision by the referee stands. Would you agree with that? Well, I, I, yeah, well, to some degree. But I mean, I look at obviously rugby union where it's been for a long time. And I've, you know, I watched plenty of the international stuff. I'm not such a club man, but I, I've seen it used by them where the referee's running and asking the video ref to look at something. And he's running around, yeah. still refing the game. You know. Do you think they should just it's flip on and, just and, and, and go, oh, by the way, that was a goal. I, I, yeah, but I, I think the referee should be in charge of whether the VAR comes into play. So then it is used for the contentious mm. issues. If the referee doesn't think... You know, he can see that it's it's a tight offside, and he wants to give it. Then mm. it shouldn't be reviewed. If the referee doesn't see any issue of a goal, it shouldn't be, unless it's such a clear. You know, we we saw was it last season when Liverpool got a goal against us, where their mm. player was like a clear two yards offside. Yeah, so you know, in them instances, it should be used and it can be called on. But for them to actually check every goal right back through the play to then it just seems to me that they're, they're not they're not just not using it right they're, they're using it it's, it reminds me of the typical sort of Englishness of how we do everything we do everything to the precise to the letter and it sort of hmm. to our own detriment it's, we do the same in other parts of our like lives that we have to be deal with by governments but they seem to be just using it to such a degree that yeah. it's just ruining the game. 
and it just needs to be implemented okay. less. But it, I, I think it's it's going to be it. They're not going to get rid of it. Solution, Nigel. It's going to have to be just modified. Solution is to, is to stop using it, to go back to the old one. Completely, yeah. get rid of it. Not just not just keep it for penalty decisions. No, get rid of the lot. And gold line get... technology, because football is all about how many goals you score. So I'm happy with, did the ball cross the line, yes or no? It's a definitive answer. It's, you know, it's either yes or no. It has all crossed the line or it hasn't. Is he offside? You know, what point is it, you know, is, is the bloke leaning forward? Is he leaning back? Is his armpit off? Is his shoulder in front of the other bloke's big toe? Not that. The new handball rule, from what the way I read it, is that is not handball, what Declan Rice done, unless it leads to a goal. Yeah. I mean, Declan was well upset mm-hmm. about this and sort of said as what, much. What he did didn't directly lead to a goal, but obviously because in in the heat of the battle, it hit his arm and then he breaks through, you know, not one Sheffield United player appealed for that. Not one. Mm. And, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, therefore... Well, we all missed you know, it at the I, time, I, I, I think. But, rant, but there you go. VAR, but I've done it four or five times well, already. Done, so, yeah. I ain't worth doing it. <laughs> so you get rid of it completely. What, what I'd say hope. is, what these these lawmakers, FIFA and the FA, they run football. But what what is the reason for them to run football? Are they is football run for the benefit of fans? Because if it but, is. I don't know. I mean, someone said, and I forget who it was. I think it might have been David Baker, um, who said it's like watching a video game. And I do get that now, that analogy. Um, and, and Declan Rice said, you know, that there was a bigger cheer for VAR than the original goal, and it can't it can't be right when people cheer VAR louder than no. But that's because. It was the goal. home team that got the decision. Let's face it, if it was the away yeah, team that got so. the decision, then the bigger cheer would have been the other way round. Well, you know, I don't know if you saw what happened to West Ham fans, but one guy ran off the yeah. ran on the pitch. So he got a three-year banning order probably. And, you know, will that be rescinded under VAR? Because it wasn't a goal in the first place. So he, he got a banning order for nothing. Well, I think, I think um, Mourinho came out and said something the other day, didn't he? which is pretty spot on. It's, it's supposed to be VAR and it just seems to be VR. And that's the issue. It's supposed yeah. to be an assistant referee, but it seems to be refereeing yeah. the whole game. And cool. That's, I mean, well, that's I'm keen to move down. on unless anyone else has um, got anything on the Sheffield United game. Friday night football shit and all. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. Part of part of all of the new alignment of all the Saturday evening kickoffs and all that. There's a rumour is they're not going to be Thursday night football as well coming soon, which I just think would be just you know like Premier League football. Yeah, it's, you know I think the TV companies want football every night of the week, and something needs to be done. You know the Football Supporters Association instead of asking about doing nothing, having committee meetings, need to be looking at the amount of that every year there's more and more games given over to the TV companies. Yeah. And that's only bad news for fans that go to games. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are in a transfer window. So I thought I'd give a little bit of what I know on the transfer side, because uh, I know you love this part. Um, we didn't discuss Stuart Pierce last week. And, and I know a lot's been said about... We discussed loads we of didn't stuff dis- Yeah, week, we discussed but... a lot of things about the ball, but we didn't discuss... Um, We've got a lot of feedback, Sean. Yeah, positive yeah, yeah. And I, negative, I get that. Eh? Um, positive for us, negative for you. Well, no, negative yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well. yeah, a few people had a dig. Hey, what was his name? Eugene. Yeah. Hello, Eugene. Well, he won't be listening because he said he won't listening, be listening man. because he said this yeah, well, podcast is then. too anti-balls. But <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> I thought, I, thought, I thought the podcast was quite yeah, funny because you're very yeah. positive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought so too, but I guess. So. And, I, and I think I, if you can't be anti-board after 10 years and all of this coming around at this particular point, that was the actual time to have the conversation yeah. about the board. Wasn't the, it, was it you that said it's a bit like Brexit? I've been using that analogy a lot. Was it you, John? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, so I've been using this analogy. I like this analogy. It's a bit like Brexit. 
You're either on one side or the other, and you're entrenched in your position. And you're you either probably never that. liked Sullivan and Cole from the beginning. I know you didn't, John, and I know you didn't, Nigel. Or you... I beg to differ, actually. All right, hang on, I let me finish. A lot of people, no, because there's a lot of people that believed in them and feel betrayed. Anyway, I don't want to go over old ground. I think you, you're on one ground. You're on one side or the other, and then you've got the people pitting, like I would say, like George, without putting words in his mouth. You're just fed up with it and go, "I'm just fed up with it," you know. So there was that, you know. There were the remaining leaves in Brexit, and then there were the people just said, "I'm fed up with people talking about it." And I think George is the representative of the people going, "I'm just fed up with just just do something about it one way or the other i'm fed up with talking about it so anyway anyway stop talking let's move about on it. Stuart you know what the problem is with it quickly is that too many people on twitter think that's the west ham fan base yeah i agree i agree it ain't that is the problem and we will see on saturday but that more of that later Stuart pierce completely moise's decision i know he came out on talk sport and said uh he thought he hadn't got the job um because he said something against the board. Well, if you read what he said against the board, it was hardly critical. Um, I've been told boards have taken no decision, no guidance. Moyes makes his decision on his backroom team. He doesn't need to agree with the board, and therefore it's a decision for David Moyes. I'll take, I'll, I'll take that with a pinch of salt. I don't yeah. want to go into details what I've been told about Stuart Pearce and what happened last time, but hey, let's let's leave it there. Alan Stubbs, ex-Everton defender, look has been offered the role uh, and looks like joining. Do you remember Alan Stubbs, John? Or I remember Alan Stubbs. Yeah, so he's as well. He's yeah. a, a, a and Celtic. He's he's uh, sort of had a go at management and sort of not done too well. Although he did win Scottish Cup or something. Joe Cole has passed his UEFA A license today. Hey? UEFA yes, A license. Exactly. So I wish I had a round of applause to do that. But he told BT Sports uh, two days ago that there'd been no contact to the club. But my sources literally, before we came on air, tell me there is an interest from David Moyes. Although he hasn't been approached yet, he could well be approached. But we'll see whether he joins. Do you, th- do you think Joe Cole would be a good addition to the backroom team? Anyone? No. How, how, how could you have much of an idea? You'd... Well, he's done his badge. He's qualified now. He's um, working for Chelsea Academy at the moment. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Fabianski. He's a Chelsea fan, isn't he? He was as a kid, yeah. Seen the news on Fabianski after the scan today? Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. So uh, Fabianski, uh, the scans were not so bad. He's aggregated some scar tissue. Um, Back after two weeks. A few people said he was a bit... Was it one of you on the WhatsApp group who said, what's he doing uh, on a cold night, kicking it long. You know, he's asking for trouble. Was it one of you lot? No. No. Oh, okay. I mean, why would you kick the ball long in a football game? I mean, what type of idiot actually asked that <laughs> question? But it does um, make, it does make you, think, you think they'd suggest that someone else takes his goal kicks for him, if that's really the issue. No, I'm, yeah, I'm serious. There's a serious point to that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, if, he, if he's fit enough to jump around and do whatever, someone else can come and take his goal kicks, can't yeah, they? I agree. You can't I agree. do that. That's like... Wants to do flat stuff. You can't. Oh, here we go. Goalkeepers <laughs> union again. You can't have a goalkeeper at a time. You know, that, you know, you'd be a bit embarrassing. That's like my level. You know, I right. used to have a bloke come and take my goal kicks me at times. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Falls into the game when I was naked. Right, moving on. Dan Randolph, still in limbo. So he, he had two medicals. Failed both of them. As you know, he's injured. He's got the same hip injury or thigh injury that uh, both David Martin and I think they really should Fabianski. move on from him. I, I, well, I suspect they, there's money floating about from the Fraser and Randolph deals originally, and it's a less of an outlay from... Well, four million that. agreed with Middlesbrough, but since he's failed his medical, no one's heard anything, uh, including Darren Randolph, who's coming back down to London soon for a game with Middlesbrough. But he's in limbo. David Moyes says they hope they can still do the deal, but they're worried that he might need an operation or he's not recovered from his injury. But Azmir Berkovic, is that how you pronounce his name? Begovic. Off to AC Milan. He was one of our targets. Uh, Begovic. Pepe Reina's going to Villa. How old is he? 
for yeah, yeah. off to AC Milan for medical. I don't know if he passed the medical today, so there's another one off our list. Neil Etheridge. Uh, Who's he? From Cardiff. Cardiff. Oh, is he the one that we've offered at 8 million, um, 7 million? million and they turned us down. Villa already had an £8 million rejected. Is that is that the one? But, he, but they left him out the team last night. The um, the manager left him out the team. Said, "Oh, with all this speculation, we're going to leave him out the team." And he's so heading the wrong place. They, they, they've offered one million less than the offer that was well, rejected. I didn't know about that. Did you not? But don't worry, don't worry, boys, because apparently, according to uh, a Preston blog, we have offered seven hundred and fifty thousand for Declan Rudd, who's the Preston North End backup keeper. Oh, now, you, you, you know the connection between Preston North End and David Moyes. Is yeah. he friends with... Uh, yeah, his brother. Uh, yeah, is he pre- well, like, allegedly. Let's be uh, careful. Is he f- Sorry. Allegedly. Is he friends with Hugo? Uh, could be. Could yeah. be. Um, Nikolai uh, or Nico... <laughs> the, the... It's like deja vu, isn't it? It's like really... It's... Now, I'm going to pronounce the name. This uh, Inter Milan, uh, Roberto um, midfielder. Gagal, <laughs> do you know the one I mean? Gagalardini. No, no idea. <laughs> I can't pronounce. He's apparently we've we've shown interest in him, according to that Italian uh, Nicolo. We've gone. Oh, he looks good. How much? Oh no, sorry, too much. Yeah, that's our interest. <laughs> Would we take yeah. an eighteen month loan and, a, and an option yeah. to buy possibly? Although, fire up the FIFA, Jack. I want to see how good he is. <laughs> Again, yeah. another report says Yomalenko available on loan. He's been punted out all of Premier League clubs. We already own him, though. Why do we want to loan him? Uh, well, to loan him out. Oh, wow. Why would they loan him out and not sell him? I, I, I don't no. know. What did we pay? 18 million for him? I've got no idea. So, word is he's available uh, to be loaned out. On a free. Well, it sounds like that, doesn't it? And... Um, but yeah, uh, Connor Coventry went to Lincoln City. That's a League One club. Nathan Holland went to Coventry, I think. Oxford. Nathan Holland went to Oxford. Oh, Oxford, you're right. You're right. My so notes Holland are wrong. to Oxford, Coventry to Lincoln. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sounds like some bad journey, didn't it? <laughs> and Martin Samuelson has come back from <laughs> Norway, been told he's surplus to requirements, only got six months left. And apparently he's going to Hull City for a nominal fee to get his eight grand a week off, his, off the wage bill. He did look really good at one point. In the under-23s, he did. Yeah. Uh, Inter striker, Gabadol. Gabagol. Loan offer turned down by West Ham. Is this the Brazilian that was at Flamengo? Yes, that's the one. And now he's gone back and he's he's surplused to requirements. I thought it was Milan, wasn't it? AC Milan, not Inter. I thought it was Inter, but I might got it wrong. Again, my notes might be incorrect. You're not having a great oh, ITK moment here, Sean. I'm not, I'm not. I should have prepared better. Uh, Diop been linked with Spurs. <laughs> we should Chelsea. have got a different ITK on. Uh, maybe on. next week. More of that later. Um, <laughs> Diop linked with Chelsea, Spurs and Man United. One, some reports say 40 million, some say 50 million. Would you sell him? He's not being played very much at the moment, John. I wouldn't sell him. Why would we sell him? I'm just saying. I don't I mean, is that genuine, do you think? It's all that... I think there there is there is enough smoke in the agent fields that there's something in it. Whether it's his agent so, trying so, to so move him on, why do you think they're but, not playing him? That's the other thing. Well, it's a really good question. I don't know if I can answer that. Why, why would why are they not playing him, and why would we sell him? I just I don't know. none of it. Well, would it, you take the money it, if you offered sixty million? If we were offered sixty million, I'd probably take it. Fifty million, Nigel. I'd take forty. Oh, would you? But what it highlights is the scattergun approach to wiring and firing managers. Because as you wire and fire, each manager, each manager that walks in, then has a look at the players that he's got and thinks, yeah, I'll have him, I'll have him, but you can piss off and you can piss off. And then you'd left with trying to get these players out. People now know because we've hired a new manager and we're pushing these players out the door, the manager don't fancy them, so that devalues them. Yep. But Diop, Diop and, he, he's not very old, is he? How old is he? No, he's 22, isn't he? He's not very old um, at all. He's, how old so is he? he, he you, know, you would have thought well, he's, I will have he's to done enough to fire up the wiki, well. Sean. Yeah. He's got plenty of 
about him. He, he is. Sean. I think. I think now, he is twenty-two. Got a lot more coming out of Twenty-three years old. I wouldn't sell him. Twenty-three. But then I would play him. So um, Hernandez off to the MLS, probably to LA Galaxy or Chicago Fire because he's way down the pecking (laughs) order. It's not really working for him at uh, Valencia where he went. Um, Interkeeper, Radu, looking at a six-month loan option. That's another keeper we've been linked with. Interest in Santa Berg and Joe Allen, which I know has caused quite a few bits and pieces linked with uh, right back uh, Nathaniel Klein um, now pun. this is this is the big one Fellaini I'd have him madly enough if secret meeting apparently between David Moyes and Fellaini you know he's out in uh, China um, I got told by an agent first of all I was told through a connection from the club that that it wasn't true but an agent who's quite well known said it was true and there was some interest in Fellaini. You would have him? I, w- I would have him because we're down in the shitter and he'd done well at Everton. He, he did all right at Man United, but then he lost Moyes, didn't he? And I think he's probably the type of player, he's, he's a big fish in a little pond. And when he goes to a big pond, he just looks a bit out of place. Yeah. But for us, I think he could do a job. He did well at Everton. So... Um, the the only one left to talk about, and it's the elephant in the room, is um, Fernandes. Jetson Fernandes. All right. So if, where do we start with this one? Where do we start? Shall I tell you what I know? Well, go on then, because I think this is where you do become part of the problem, which we'll cover. So, so there, there was, without, first I was told is, is when the name first appeared that there was a, it was about 80% chance that, that West Ham could sign him. And as that went along, uh, what I'll say is it's agent led from the beginning. Uh, we saw that the player himself put a crossed hammers on social media, asked to take it down 24 hours later by his agent which tells you a little bit maybe about him. And then we went from there to maybe it dropping down, I was told, 50-50. And this is where it got interesting. At that point, an ITK on Twitter who who deactivated himself after I called him out and Sky News a few hours later said the deal had been done in principle. The deal had been done in principle and West Ham... He was coming over, etc., and, and the deal was done. Now, I was told, not just by senior sources, but agent sources, two separate agent sources involved, or, or allegedly they told me they were involved in the deal, saying there was no deal ever agreed with... Um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember uh, who who um, who the club was. Um, who did he play for? Benfica. There was no deal agreed with. We, we put two offers in. They were both rejected. Uh, it's well supported that they were loans. Um, I don't know the details whether there was an option or not. I just know that two bids were put in, they were rejected. Um, my understanding is the agent, Mendez, was playing us along, but there were about eight agents involved. And, and, and again, I'm not going to name some of the big names involved. There are lots of people involved in this. And this was all a ploy because we know the main agent was mates with Mourinho. Not only was he Mourinho's agent, but when Mourinho left management, he actually went to work as a a player agent, super agent, for George Mendes till very recently and then changed his agent afterwards. So they're they're all good mates. The the, the other element was, and I think they were just trying to push up the price, the West Ham agent, the, the player wouldn't answer calls from the West Ham agent. And the West Ham agent, I was told this, camped outside Fernandez's house for six hours. Uh, he didn't even come back that night, so he didn't, he didn't get lucky. Um, I know a lot of people are pointing to, but look, uh, his mate, um, uh, Silver, Sandy Silver, wrote, he's coming, or, or guess who's coming? But all, all the player did was put a heart and a phone, which mean to me is, you know, give me a call kind of thing. In this case, I, the, the, the player wanted to come to London because apparently his mum lives here. 
come on. People are saying we lost this deal. It was never ours to lose him, is what I've been told. And if he's got a choice of going to Spurs or West Ham, he's going to speak Spurs. I mean, come on, really? Right, I've said my piece, Nigel. You can tell me that I'm wrong. Well, is this where, actually, you by reporting everything in minute detail as it happens, undermines or causes the fan base to, I don't know, not to cause distress or, or whatever, I don't know what the best word is to say, but where you actually, in, in back in the day, we wouldn't have known we'd have gone for this player and failed. Yeah, we would never have known. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't me lead. The, 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 the information, the people leading it were agents talking to Sky News. Sky News were the ones saying a deal would be so done in just principle. copying Sky News. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No, no, I was saying that's wrong. <laughs> I was saying no, we had no deal has been done in but principle. You reported we had interest in the player. Yeah, we had interest in the player, but he only because the agents wanted this out here. The agents were punting him around to London clubs because his mum lives in London, and they. I think they. This was a setup. They used West Ham from the start because they knew they wanted to place him in Tottenham and they wanted to get the best loan deal for him. I think they had no intention of putting him in West Ham. Whether the player wanted to come here because his mate Silver was here, it's neither there or his little here or hammers, there. Because his I, little hammer so we've been used as a chess piece. Which, we? yeah, yeah, I think he has. It, which he was told to take down 24 hours later by his agent, by the way. John. I mean, the, the problem for mm. me is, is when you look at it, is, is you get, you, you've now got a section of the fan base who are really on the owners. Oh, I don't believe we got used. Yeah. This was them. They didn't. They undercut it. They did it. Yeah, of course. Cheap. And you know, it couldn't be worse. That it's Tottenham, though, could it? Yeah, it couldn't it's, be yeah, worse. Right, time is crap. Right after losing against Sheffield United, to find out that we are the deal that we were trying to seal is hijacked by Jose Mourinho and, and Spurs is no, not I mean, the best me, case really scenario. Let's the be honest. Problems of agents in the in and it the, doesn't in matter the, how much in, we offered in, in football. But agents are using, you, listen, whether you, you know, agents use people on the internet, they use their connections to put stories out there. Of course they and, do. And, you know, if an agent comes to you and says something, you're going to report it, aren't you? Yeah, of course. And do you know what? I get just as much as information from agents that I do from other sources. People think everything comes from one source or two sources, three sources, actually. But then you you all just do what they want, don't you? Because it's just another bit of clickbait for you and a few more things and a bit more advertising, a bit more money. I like it? to so think that we bring all, news 
to people and and you know there there are the people oh sean you like to think you do it's this 24-hour news media that's grown up around when you think you know we we used to watch a bit you know we used to find that news on teletext or on the official yeah yeah, well not even official site well i was bbc so cfax or yeah, read it in the paper. You, yeah, you read a snippet in the paper, you know, the little Those days are gone. bios. And it's not just a West Ham thing, I'm sure you would agree. No, no, I don't think it is. A, people get too hung up because they go, oh, other clubs don't behave like that. And then I like to think, well, how many other clubs do you follow? It's probably a good place to say uh, next week, talking about transfers, we're hoping to invite uh, ex-West Ham uh, employee well, we have invited him. We're going to invite him next week. As I say, we have invited him. Let me suggest, be, as long as we can get him a mic, because he hasn't got a mic, and, and we do this, as we said, in a virtual studio, and he needs a mic for his laptop. So, and as long as one this up. virtual studio works, yeah, as long as this virtual studio. But we, um, uh, as its transfer window, as a guest presenter, uh, we're looking to bring ex West Ham imply onto the podcast and we'll be the people versus the IT coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Ding, ding, seconds out. Anyway, I'm sure it'll be all good fun. Uh, anyway, because we're having problems, uh, I think we, uh, is there anything else we want to discuss? Someone said um, we should quickly mention the, the, the planned protest, static protest uh, this Saturday for the Everton game. That's a quick view amongst the presenters before we go to uh, question time. Nigel, join in. Yeah, well, I, I mean, unfortunately, it's difficult for me to get to the games early now. Um, so that's a no. So that's well, a no. no. I, to be fair, if I was going to be there, if it weren't for the fact that I was pa- I'd be packing up the pie and mash stop around half past one, then I would be there. <laughs> but the fact is... You know, I've got my new, I've got my Saturday job that, that I work mm. for morning. So for me to, I need to pack it up about half one, get home for quarter past two, and then drive to the ground, miss a bit of the kickoff, and but then I'll probably have a drink after the game, and perhaps I'll do a one-man protest in the supporters club. Right. Um, but I do support their protest in the fact that it's against ten years of their ownership. As a side for everything. Yeah, I, I've been asked on Twitter. I'm not going. I'm going to go to X's. Uh, watch John Wonker at uh, the West Ham Way event oh, um, instead. Yeah. Um, John, are you going? George, are you going? No, no. I support it, and I, I, you know, I said on the Twitter earlier. You know, this time a year ago or whenever it was, I was right up for can we, can we say where any meeting? march or any demonstration, but I've lost the will. I've lost the will since. Right, so if, well, if you're interested you in the meeting. Yeah. It's a democratic right, by the way. I, I believe it's a de- democratic right whether people want to protest or not, and I think it's down to oh, each I individual. Wish, I wish them all, I hope it is successful, I hope it does what it needs, and I hope it brings a light onto the state of how things are run at our club. Yeah. I think it's I wish them well. I think it's pointless. It will change nothing. But that's my view, and you wouldn't expect anything uh, it's different. It's a static protest. South Lawn. Well, obviously, I'm obviously gone. Right, gone. George wanted to say something. Well, I'm just say obviously I'm I'm not in attendance. I kind of do support it, but I'm no. also a little bit with Sean. What difference will it make? Probably not a lot. So, it's, a, it's a static protest. They've advised them not to sing rude songs, wave arms or throw stuff. So I see it as like musical statues that, you know, the music no, stops no, no. and you've got see, to freeze. And... It again. This is the thing. <laughs> it's like you're deliberately trying to antagonise them. <laughs> really? It does. That's how it comes across to me. It's like you... All right. Well, we see, right? If I'm wrong, I apologise. If, if there's wrong, a big turnout... Turn say, oh, uh, is, uh, you know... Like Look, it's de- I've said it's a democratic right that anyone has to protest. We live in a, a free democracy in the UK. And if people want to turn up and, and lawfully protest, then good luck to them. That's all I say. Good luck to them. I, 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 just, I hope they get plenty of numbers out. I hope it inspires more people to join. And I then hope that it will then make a clear noise and a clear 
sign to our owners that they're not wanted anymore. And it will yeah, give but them the, the downside is they deserve. This is where I said last week about Amage United. You know, they're, they're trying to play two things here. They want to be a fans' representative organisation, a la the Independent Sports Association. Then they want to roll protests. For me, they need to walk away from the Independent Sports Association bit and just keep organising the protests. If you want to get them out, the only way yeah. to do it is by building support of protests. Yeah, I mean, if they did have a meeting with the board, what would it say? It would say, hello, uh, yeah. glad you've agreed to meet with us. We want you fuckers yeah. out. <laughs> and what, agenda item number one. I'm not, I'm not being no, flippant. No, but I think that's, if, and that's if the thing why. If their agenda is to get rid of the board, what dialogue will you have with the current board beyond we want you but to sell up? that's why now I don't understand you know? why they want to sit down and meet with the club and, and talk about stewarding and talk about this and talk about that. So, you know, yeah. once you start yeah. protesting, well, we agree on one thing. You're a protest movement, so let's crack on with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll jump on board. We're, we're agreed yeah. on that. Anyway, it's time for this. Oh, good luck, Tom. Yeah. Now, you have to be trying quick as possible, Nigel, yeah, before our yeah. technology fails tonight. Okay. In fact, before we start, I just want, in case we lose anyone, predictions for Everton from, from the team. John? 2-1 uh, loss. Uh, George? Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> I'll go for a 2-0 loss. <laughs> uh, Nigel? I think I've gone one all. I'll go for 1-0 win. Come on, you irons. Right, now, right. We, we're really? now going to go through the, the Twitter question. Twitter, right. Yo, yo, Facebook yo, Twitter yo, yo, yo. We're back this week, but you lot are back for the first time this decade. So much to say, so get on with it. Uh, I'll start with Michael Levy Jr. Because he's, he's got a great one. So there's nine pills here. Yeah. And you're allowed to pick two. Pill one, you win the FA Cup. Two, the Premier League. Three, sack Karen Brady. Sack Karen Brady, sure. Not the other thing. Four, Sullivan and Gold sell the club. Five, return to the bowling. Six, become a close friend of one player. Seven, sign of three players. Eight, your child will sign for West Ham. Or nine, three home and away games for life. Pick two. My child will play for West Ham and West Ham to win the Premier League. All right. John? Uh, board gone. Balled out and win the Premier League because there's no going back to the bowling, is there? Let's face it. Oh, it's a pill. It's a magic pill. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'll take that in. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm clutching here. Sort of We're not going it. back to the bowling. We're going to win the bowling <laughs> Premier League. Well, we have a magic pill, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> on, yeah, four and five then. George? I'll go... I'll go Sullivan and Gold to sell and uh, return to Upton Park. Nigel. Uh, me, it's a tough one because I want to win the FA Cup. I really do. But looking at it, I think I'm, yeah, I think ooh, I'll win the FA Cup and return to the bowling. Leave, leave them in charge. And leave him in charge. Wow. Yeah, but we've won the And not Sam Brady. See? Oh, blimey. See, you, you do you're like getting him. softer, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, softy. Come on, move on. <laughs> All right. So thanks for that, Michael, because uh, I thought it was a good question, to be fair. Uh, Mitch Taylor said one and eight, which is win the FA Cup, and your child was signed for West Ham for life. Um, so first up is the Maid Marion. Uh, Nah. Yeah, yeah, the Worcester Wolves basketball fan, as he is now. Oh, boys, I have to say, guys, that I thought the sitcoms were a thing of the past, but listening to last week's podcast had me in stitches. <laughs> the way the one character stated joke after joke, oh, no, wait a minute, boys, was Sean really being serious? Were he scolding with the board's 10-point plan? Surely not. As for the Pellegrini sacking boils, I bet Sean Squeeze couldn't wait to show girl power by delivering that piece of news, boils. I bet she loved doing a load of sugar. Mm. 
You, yeah. did, you did give him a lot of tens last week, didn't you? Or a lot of passes. <sighs> which I followed up with a Clarence Hugh um, uh, article, which went a little bit further, which got yeah. even more abuse. Yeah, which went down about as well as what he did on the podcast. Which, 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 which someone said, even I was giving out better passes than Hugh. <laughs> Mark them down on a few things. I said, I'll never see the time where Sean Al marks you on the board. But what we, what we know now and what we didn't know at the time when you was reading out, yeah, what? Well, yeah. No, no, no. no. Oh, wasn't you warned up doing, was it? You don't anyway. tell people how sausages yeah, are made. We've right. talked about I've this not before. Told people, have I? Good. Right, right, move on. Nick Harvey. Evening, gents. You all right, Nick? Happy New Year to you all. Nick had a good chuckle at Sean's indefensible defence of the board. From now on, he should be known as Comical Sean. That's one word. Uh, Sheffield United he thinks Moy's got his selection and formation wrong and players weren't at the races he's going to Balbuena Creswell Noble Lanzini and Zabaleta well, that's half the team so we weren't going to get anything alone uh, Fabianzi's crocked again and the likelihood the best we can do is strengthen Joe Allen's, uh, strengthen midfield is by signing Joe Allen he fears we're going to be in a relegation dogfight can we survive he says his feeling is no. Do you think we can survive quickly? Yeah, of course. John? I think I think it's touch and go, to be fair. I think last time uh, we had three worse teams than us. And I think this season it's looking like there's only one. John? George? Yeah, I mean, we, we can. Of course we can. But it is looking dodgy and it's reminiscent of some um, very close, if not relegation seasons I've seen before. I think we can survive, but I think it'll go down to the wire because our last four yeah. of our last five games are like Burnley, Norwich, Watford, and whatever. So I think we'll be all right. Uh, sad times as it won't change till we say goodbye to Sullivan, Brady, and Gold. Brady out. Evan Turner, Happy New Year, lads, and all the best to use in 2020. As from our thoughts, all I've got to say this week is VAR out, Brady out, keep calm and come on you irons. Well said, Evan. Uh, the Pontiff himself, Mr. Pope, Simon that is, not John. You're right, John, if you're listening. Good evening, gentlemen. Happy New Year to you all. Well, wasn't that a bummer? New Amble is as stupid as VAR, although we didn't play all that well, we deserved the point. We contain the blades, as the commentator said, as well as any team this season on their ground. He thinks Lanzini needs to be dropped and four nails should be brought in and snoddy as well, starting. Lanzini's just not doing it. We need players that can drag us through, and at present, he's not doing it. Any questions? Has he ever? Well, he has done it in the past. Keep the faith there, mate, with Lanzini. Keep the faith. Danny Landon. Happy New Year, you lovely lot. Great podcast. He just wants to say there was no need to leave the bowling to reach the next level because the TV money of £2.5 billion a season shared around the clubs eclipses any benefit a move might have made financially. The problem is our ball they haven't got a clue how to use the money in the right way like the Leicester Wolves and the Sheffield Uniteds do. The Daves need to sell up is a pattern through here, Sean. Yeah. Uh, the Daves need to sell up and, and your mates at the club if they listen to the podcast to someone that know how to run a football club. Do you agree? Do I, I agree? agree? No. No. <laughs> I just wanted to ask him there. Last week, I just want to get this from you, Nigel. Yeah. You and John called me out about my claim at 200 million net spend since we moved to London Stadium. Did I not prove to you both? We've well, not net spend. We'd spent 200 million. Net spend. Was it net spend? Net spend. Oh, yeah. Net spend. Okay. Yeah, over four years. You, yeah. you called me out, you asked for evidence, and yeah. I produced that evidence. You did. Yeah, I was wrong. I still didn't tell you no, it's really. All right. No. But, but he was but right. It was we correct. Have, we have spent 200 million. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's okay. 210, to be precise. Yeah. I don't know if that's something to be good about, it, because when you, if we spent 200 million, we're no better off. How much money <coughs> do we have to spend to be better off? Yeah, no, agreed. But yeah. I was just so on that point that was called out on my 10-point plan. It was true. The international man of mystery. Robert Jesse, if I could, 
I would buy Fraser and Wilson from Bournemouth. But you know who Fraser and Wilson also played for, didn't you? No. No? That's Army. No. Hey. Hey. We're doomed. Mr. Manrin. That was Fraser, wasn't it? Wilson hasn't scored since Fraser's injuries. Uh, Robert loves Antonio, but injury prone. Not sure of a goalkeeper with Fab's only out for two weeks. Is Vaughn on a free? Well, Vaughn's been re-signed by Tottenham, I believe, has he not? When they lost uh, Lloris. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Ziggy Stardust himself. Evening all. What a month it's been in the West Ham space oddity. See, this is what I love. Oh, David Jones. That is West Ham. Poor old MP giving his marching orders and dazzling Dave back at the helm. I don't think anyone's ever called him that. More bad luck with Fabianski's injury, so Dave's going to need to pull out a gene genie out of the bottle to make his wish come true. If you had three West Ham wishes, what would they be? Brady out, bored out, West Ham to win the league. I'd like to be able to take three magic pills. <laughs> And then I'd pick three more. Uh, yeah. I like that, George. See, I think I'll take a third magic pill. <laughs> West Ham to win the FA Cup. <laughs> I'd like to take three magic yeah. pills My three wishes, West Ham to win the FA Cup, West Ham to win the Premier League, West Ham to win the Champions League, if we're taking them all West Ham. Oh, right. Not sack the bold. See, because, mate, no. what you've got to think is actually, is you wouldn't need number three in that list about getting rid of Brady. Because if you sack Gold and Sullivan, Brady's going with them anyway. So you get two yeah. for the price of one there. True. Or, or become a billionaire, buy West Ham, make them next level. How about those three? Well, you need to be more than a billionaire as uh, Sullivan's Well, all right, a hundred billionaire. I will invent a, invent a cure for cancer, um, become a hundred plus billionaire, by the club. No, I've only got three wishes. Oh, it's a profiteering yeah. off of people's illness. That's typical of you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I've invented a cure for cancer. Yeah, well, you just yeah, profiteering off it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, supply and demand. All the lies I'm going to say, they'd be prepared to pay something for it. Unbelievable. Wouldn't you like to be like Shake Shaw Nelly Whetstone? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like the Shake Shaw... So, uh, Shake Sean the other week. A few <laughs> people would like to shake Sean and not his hand either. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, throw. Gary Prince, your mate, Sean. Happy New mate. Year's. And he's got one for Sean, he says. Was sent promotional material by the club saying if I signed up to the Auto Cup ticket scheme, he'd get two priority points. So yeah. he signed up, he's checked, and he only got one for the West Brom game. Correct. I think there's some uh, technical problem oh, with oh, the Ticketmaster system, that, but it will be manually rectified is, is what I hear. Oh. But uh, yes, the Ticketmaster system has not been programmed to give two points to people who signed up the Cup scheme, but it will be manually rectified. Right. So was, was the Cup scheme automatic or did you have to opt in? You had to opt in. Because I don't remember opting in, but they bought me a West Brom ticket. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm Ian Dale said that Powell as well. Did say the same, didn't he? Yeah. So, mm. Alan Woodhouse. Uh, no relation to Barbara, but he's got a nice picture of a little dog in front of him. Uh, what is? To what degree do you think ITKs fuel friction between fans? God, we should save this one for next week, Al. Be sure to tune in. Oh, well, let's, no. let's save that for next week. Oh, look, for it's, time. It's, it's coming I know rumours will always exist, but getting confirmed info from the likes of Sean and X seem to get people riled up when things they wouldn't normally know about don't go the way they want. I'll take one of my wishes to get rid of ITKs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I, think they're, I think they're a big part of it, and I think that comes with the whole social media thing. It goes back to what you said, Nigel, about fans thinking that the whole West Ham yeah. fan base is yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. It's just another problem with another problem with social media is people well, like... That's, that, that again was showing up in the Brexit thing, wasn't it? You look at the Brexit on but Twitter... But wouldn't you say, though, without ITKs or yeah. social media or blogs, etc., you'd still have the Sky Sports news. You'd still have the papers. 
doing the same, wouldn't you? It's just a different me. It's just delivered via a different medium. It's just not on. Did you have the Jacob Steinbergs of this world? You'd have the Sam Incasols of this world. You know, you're not going to get rid of journalism as well. So, all all ITKs have done is sort but of replace what this journalists did. How many West Ham fans read the Guardian? Right, so Jacob would be a non-entity straight away. How many West Ham fans really read Football London website? So we've knocked Sam Incasol out of the way. Yeah, oh, what are we poor left with? Sam. You know, Darren, what's his name in the mirror, and whoever writes Darren Lewis. So and what? Whoever writes for the Sun, I don't read the Sun, so I don't know. Oh, Alan Nixon, is it? Yeah, uh, Jiggy, it's not Alan Nixon. Ian uh, Ian Dark Knight says he just wants to mention away ticketing again. He says laughing. Cool. After all the recent reviews of the systems applying for away tickets, it's a shame that Claret members don't even get a look in. Which is funny because I'm a Claret member now. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I paid a tenner because I wanted the nice pack. They got a nice pack. Even though when <laughs> it turned up, it was a bit cheap. I thought, we got a scarf and a badge, and the badge was crap, to be fair. But what do you want for a tenner? Yeah, I know. Well, some poor saps have paid 40 quid for that, to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Northern Hammer. Oh, he ought is on Yorkshire. He's, he's, he's in Dark Knights. <laughs> To make it and you spend learn how to right. up north, isn't it? It's all that real owl. Learn out money to travel to London roughly every four or five own games. He says, I'm travelling down to Everton game. This Saturday, in fact. I Yorkshire. I drink Yorkshire beer. I read Yorkshire Post. And I like Yorkshire tea. It's expensive with me young lad. Yeah, for food chains, etc. I like him to experience an away game. Well, if you live up north, <laughs> it is like an away game, isn't it? Because you're going on a train. Us Cockneys that support West Ham, when we go on an away game, we'll have a long journey to a game. So technically, Al, it is like an away game, just in reverse. He said, because the atmosphere is totally <laughs> different to an home game. That is true. I will give you that. Point. But sadly, looks like Claret members can't enter the ballot. Is that right, Sean? Go on, yeah, Claret, the, um, the ballot is only available to season ticket holders, correct? Right. He says it'd be nice to have a chance. A chance. As the last time we saw an away Northern game was at Wigan, where the pies are good. But he didn't say that. The, the, the problem is, and as you know, Nigel, yeah. there is enough complaint. There's supply and demand. There is not enough away tickets, enough and why complaint. shouldn't it go to the more loyal people who buy season tickets rather than the Claret members? No, I, 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 I think that is common sense. The, 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 there is a, the thing about it is it's difficult to please people because there's there's a lot of people, you know, West Ham go out. We want to draw the people in from all around the country and all around the world. And when you've got games up north, I have thought whether if there was a Northern supporters club, where the club could say, we'll give you 20 tickets for this game. We'll give you 30 tickets. But you, but the people would have to be a member of that Northern Amherst supporter club. So basically, anyone north of Hackney goes, joins the Northern supporters club. And then if we play up north, anywhere past Leicester, you'd be entitled to, a, you know, a ticket if there's 20 of you. That's what I think anyway. Okay. Chris Williams, he doesn't know where to start, but he does anyway. How have we ended up in such a mess with the transfer window when we really need some serious changes to the squad? Chris, it's January. We get shit in January. Don't sweat. We're still seeing this extraordinary level of inconsistency under Moyes that we saw under MP. <laughs> Chris, he's only been here a couple of weeks. Give the man a chance. Right. Um, I think that's all we've got time for. We're, technical it's things sorry. is, I'm, I'm sorry we abruptly <laughs> stopped uh, and we've lost Nigel. Uh, he doesn't look like he's joining, so I think we're going to call it a day. Uh, did you do your homework on the scouting system, Sean? I did, actually. Funny you should say that. Um, Shall we save that for another day yeah, now? So, so it's not uh, seven, as said. It's seven. That is seven in mainland Europe, but you know, the amount of video analysis in the UK and, and, and you're video right. Video analysis. Yeah. The people who do the video analysis. So, you know, this, this urban myth that we've got only seven scouts, uh, with, um, 
across the whole of Europe, including the UK, and we only have paper records is a fallacy. Um, but but they save that for next week, and uh, we'll talk about uh, what what we have got in the scouting system. I won't deny that we rely too much on agents, um, and the board rely too much on agents. Uh, but it's it's incorrect to say we've, we've got a, we've today. got we've got a very small scouting system. Cool. Right, uh, uh, John Richard Dodds. Oh, see you next week. Are you back again? <laughs> oh, I was talking away. I don't know when you lost me. I was just like <laughs> rabbiting away, and then I asked you a lot of question. And there was nothing. Yeah, well, we sort of said we're going to leave it because of the technical issues. We're sort of going to leave it for this week. Um, any questions, we're going to try and fit into next week. Um, and any questions, that, that, that any ITK-related questions? Because uh, I just think we're fighting against technology this week. Yeah, I don't know what happened now. Anyway, uh, I've been Sean. John has been... Here. George has been... In and out. And Nigel has been Ooh, uh, yep. <sighs> talking to himself for a lot. Like, yeah. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Fine. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Wankers, fucking embarrassing. Waste of our time. Fucking waste of our time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.